Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Quite a mixed bag of miscellaneous items today, a couple of tragic tales and a couple of interesting transportation technologies, as well as big news on COVID. I haven't forgotten about the reconciliation package, by the way. There's just been a lot going on. We will go over it soon. We've got some time. It'll be many weeks before it passes or fails. Quick shout out to our tier three patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. The wait is finally over, at least partially. The FDA has fully approved the safety and efficacy of Pfizer's vaccine, the first COVID vaccine to go beyond emergency authorization. Waiting for full approval has been one of the most popular answers in polling for why people are not getting vaccinated. If true, this should trigger a substantial increase in vaccination rates, though more so once the other vaccines are also approved. We'll see. Just when it looked like we might complete the evacuation of Afghanistan without U.S. casualties, two suicide bombings outside the Kabul airport and a nearby hotel have killed 13 U.S. soldiers and 95 Afghans, with a further 17 U.S. soldiers and 100 Afghans wounded. Despite stringent security measures, suicide bombings are incredibly hard to stop, especially in large crowds. ISIS claimed responsibility for the attack. Just a day later, Biden ordered a drone strike on the person claimed to have planned the bombing. The military believe the target was killed and say they know of no civilian casualties in the strike. Taliban spokesmen admitted they may have made a mistake by releasing prisoners from jails that they passed during their conquest of the country, which included ISIS members. Once we are out, ISIS will be their problem to deal with. Evacuations have not slowed. The U.S. has now evacuated or facilitated the evacuation of approximately 100,000 people since August 14th. Back home, as expected, the Supreme Court has reversed the federal eviction moratorium just recently put into place by the CDC against the votes of three liberal justices who dissented. The court basically said the CDC's authority in pandemic measures does not extend to eviction bans, even if evictions will increase infections, as we know that they do. SCOTUS says that a further moratorium will have to go through Congress, as Biden has been warning. It is terrible news for the millions at risk of eviction who have been on a roller coaster ride and now find themselves once again vulnerable. It's unclear when or if Congress will restore protections. Either way, the only actual solution is having money to pay rent and rent relief funds remain undistributed by state bureaucracies. This spells ever more need for unconditional income in the upcoming reconciliation package. Speaking of, the smaller bipartisan infrastructure bill, which awaits passage by the House, apparently made Hyperloop companies eligible to compete for federal grants. If you're unfamiliar, Hyperloop is basically a new take on magnetic levitation trains. In addition to almost eliminating friction with the rails by floating on magnetic force fields instead, Hyperloop pods also massively reduce friction with the air by traveling through a near-vacuum tube. This makes it extremely fast and energy efficient, which could make it very cheap to use as well. The idea is to reach speeds of up to 705 miles per hour powered by solar panels, though 100 miles per hour is as high as any manned pods have managed so far. 
solutions also vary. You can learn more in the thread linked below, which also contains Elon Musk's 59-page white paper on the topic, which kicked off investment in this concept. Hyperloop has the potential to revolutionize long-distance travel if it can be made cost-effective and overcome the lobbying power of competing transportation interests. Being eligible for the same grants as other transportation technologies is a step in that direction. And finally, while we're on transportation, Waymo has finally expanded their autonomous taxi service beyond Chandler, Arizona, and are now launching a limited beta service in parts of San Francisco. It will be a much more challenging driving environment. Waymo has taken many years to expand their program, which highlights the main outcome difference between the LiDAR map approach to full self-driving versus Tesla's adaptive one, though their having unmanned cars in Chandler, Arizona also shows the advantage. The pilot program is just for select participants, uses Jaguar I-Pace cars, and will have backup safety drivers for now. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the Pfizer approval and the eviction ban ban. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.